I'm a dude, and I'm inviting you to join me on a podcast about brews. Does that include stouts? Yes. Yes, of course it includes stouts. Like I was saying, join us every Saturday on the journey hey, hey, into... Hey, co- wait a minute. Do you, do you guys do anything about, like, IPAs? Yes. Like that? Yes, of, yes, of, yes, we do IPAs. Okay. It's, okay. It, yes. Anyway, join us on the Journey into Comics Network for Brews with Dudes. Whoa, whoa, po- hey, hey, do you... Have you guys ever... Do you care if I bring some Zima on? Yes, I care if you bring Zima. Zima doesn't count. Zima... Oh. Zima... Dr. Dongo. Anyway, join us every Saturday for a podcast that delves into the craft brew world. What on earth is that? It's a Journey into Comics Network production! What's up, smokers and tokers around the globe? Welcome back to another episode of Caniculture. As always, I am your Canisseur Nate. I want to thank you so much for joining me on this episode 6. Spoiler alert, episode 6 is late. You're probably like, dude, the fuck? I woke up on my Friday. I'm excited to get your podcast. It's not there. What the fuck? Well... I was a little sick yesterday, sick enough, and it was unusual for me that I actually napped in the middle of the day. And that's not typically my MO. I like to be active. I like to stay up. I like to actually, you know, stay up extra late uh, and not really be super concerned with how many hours of sleep I get. So for me to, to essentially just, I was sitting and the girls and I were just after our lunch, put a movie on, we'll relax for just a little bit, we're just going to chill for a little bit, put something on that doesn't really, you know, something we've seen a hundred times, so it doesn't really matter, next thing I know, it's seven o'clock, and I, like, woke up for a second, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, seven o'clock, I'm put on wrestling, and I'll try to wake up watching that, I put on wrestling, which was AEW Dynamite, and I fucking fell asleep two minutes into that, and I was like, okay, well, it looks like I'm just out for the night, so I didn't actually get to make a very important phone call to Brando that I needed to make, which was really unfortunate. Brando from the Journey into Comics Network of the Game Addicts podcast and of the OGs. Uh, so I, I messaged him this morning and I was like, hey man, uh, my apologies for not getting back to you. That was not at all my plan. It wasn't my choice, really. My body just needed to rest and it shut me down. So uh, sorry, as I was wanting to say to you, the listener, that I am late getting this podcast out to you today and maybe you don't care maybe you're just like oh it's cool man it's friday as long as i get to hear it i'm happy that's great i'm really glad um so first of all listener i hope you are doing well in your crazy world everything is going insane right now we've had uh, i feel like coronavirus while it is still on the precipice of everybody's lips is still in the very very far back of the line as far as importance as right now we are entering a very very important phase in a new civil rights movement. And, you know, I think it's really incredible the courage and the strength it takes people to protest the police and the courage and the strength it takes people to know that, listen, nine times out of ten, police are bad in some form or fashion. And and, and it, I don't just mean police brutality, but they're, they're, you know, letting certain kind of people off. 
giving other certain kind of people tickets or they're or you know they're stealing from evidence or they're taking money off of a crime scene or any number of things any number of things cops do shit like that it's real that is real they have this quote-unquote ultimate authority and who's you know other than an internal investigation who's going to stop them nobody so uh you know they have this kind of forthright power where they think they are allowed to literally do anything they want to do and you know to me if you have the courage to protest i think that's great I don't know about the looting, and I'm not judging the looters because, sure, I think corporate America needs to maybe take a little bit of a hit and watch Fight Club. You know, how did Fight Club bring change in that quote-unquote universe? It was all about chaos and mayhem and shaking up the status quo to a point where there has to be reform in a positive way to settle everybody down. And you have a president right now who is not all about that. You have people who are under his um, party that are not all about making things better they're actually about stoking the flames and trying to make things worse civil unrest is their friend because they can get all the shady shit done while we're all worried about you know coronavirus or whatever but we're not here to talk about that today we're obviously the cannabis podcast on the journey into comics network uh i just want to say that it's been so far really fun and interesting doing this show as i don't typically like i have i like i told you guys a couple episodes ago i have a loose outline every time of what I would like to talk about possibly, but there's never any guarantee. So uh, I will say I've been doing a lot more of the 510 cart vaping. And uh, here's my experience with it. I think that the pens go entirely too quick. You have to have like three or four runs. You could cough and sure you'll feel like, ah, okay, whatever. But you have to have like three or four runs with that pen before you're to a point on almost any given pen I've tried, and I've now tried Pineapple Express and Grape God, and there's there's a list. We're going to do a whole episode on the vapes. Probably, maybe right now, but I, no, probably not, because I want to build it up. There's a lot to talk about in that world, and it's not just so easy as to unpack it without having notes. And I don't have my notes, so I'm just going to smoke this weed and slow down a little bit on the show for you guys. If you guys want to take a and join me in a very early virtual smoke sesh here on the can of culture podcast i do highly recommend it as i'm going to spark this ganj in three two one Don't you just feel a little bit more free? Don't you feel a little bit more relaxed now that we've had our little virtual sesh together? I know it was early in the show. I'm hoping that you just are always kind of a smoker, so you've always kind of got your stash by you. Or if you're you know, not able to listen, you'll go home and say, hey, I'm going to join Nate in that virtual sesh about seven minutes into the show or whatnot. That would be fun. So anyways, let's get into it today. I have a few things to discuss, a few things to dive into, just topics to talk about, things you may or may not already know. This is, again, educational trying to move the needle in a way that is productive for this culture because uh, as we were talking about the civil rights movement you want to talk about people who have been unjustly persecuted for cannabis the black and latino communities tenfold i told you guys a a story on the last show where i was white privileged and got away with something i shouldn't have and this color of my skin unlocked an opportunity for me to just get pushed aside is not important enough to deal with because you know you're not who we're looking for essentially 
And, you know, as far as, you know, talk about stoners in history, I think a very important person to discuss, especially during this whole movement, is Snoop Dogg. He's been around the game for a long, long time, as you know. He is one of the uh, prominent rappers um, from the early, you know, gangster rap era. Uh, You know, he collaborated with Dre several times. But one thing that Snoop is most known for is he smokes a ton, a literal ton of weed. And, you know, I always have kind of admired him because he's never said, like, I don't want to talk about what I do in my personal time because I don't want to get arrested. He's always been like, oh, we're on TV. Let me smoke this blunt right in front of you and you're not going to do a, a damn thing about it, you know. And that's brave. It, it, it takes some bravery to be like that, you know. But he is in that position where he's like, I got money and things happening for me at all times. So, sure, why not? Let's go for it. Let's just be me without you know, letting up at all. And, um, you know, he is lucky because Snoop comes from a state where they've been way more relaxed on the cannabis regulation and laws, and they never really fully bought into prohibition. Although there was a a short time there where they were a part of it. It wasn't like something that was massively, um, grasped as accepted. Um, especially because, you know, NorCal is kind of the home of like some of the greatest cannabis ever. So when you're talking about that, California didn't just go, oh, well, prohibition, we're going to stop. You know, that's, it's, it's, they did not do that. And, you know, they kept a lot of the world going. But back to Snoop, you know, he is this, you know, he's lucky to be in that position where he can be kind of a um, torch blazer for the plant. He, and he, you know, he really is a torch bearer, not a torch blazer, but he's a torch bearer for the plant, and he's saying, look, we can make change, and I'm not a bad person, look at my long, amazing career, I've never been in trouble for allegedly murdering somebody, I don't think he was ever in trouble for allegedly murdering anybody, but, you know, he's pretty much stayed out of the dark light of being a celebrity, and it's always just been like, oh, Snoop, he smokes weed, cool, and, uh, you know, there's one thing I've always said, and maybe this is a stupid, silly, dorky, dumbass, half-witted goal to have but I've always said and we're going to talk about this right now because I want to get your guys' opinions we're going to do a little Q&A right now I want you to send in your your responses please send in your responses it'll make the show better because then I can read your shit and be like ah ha 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 cool so I want to know if you can sit down in a room with three celebrity stoners any three who do you sit down with And, of course, the most beautiful question, why? Why do you sit down with these said people, you know? So, for me, I was thinking about this, and like I I was just about to say, I have always said that if I was ever in an opportunity to smoke with Snoop, I don't want to get thrown under the table. I don't want to be not able to keep up with him, you know? And that's a tall order. He's like the pro is pro and has smoked all the finest stuff and is like, you know, the co-creator of fucking moon rocks and stuff like that. Like the dude has a legit pedigree within the world of cannabis, you know, and he's a forefront of the G pen movement and had a signature pen before anybody else did, you know? Um, 
so I've always said, you know, I want to keep up with Snoop. Snoop would be my uh, white whale of who, like, oh, shit, you're sitting down with somebody to smoke weed, and it's Snoop Dogg. Well, you better survive, you know. But I take it one further, because there's three people that I want to sit down with, three very specific stoners, and have a conversation. I think it would be one of the coolest conversations ever. I genuinely believe that, because I think I could stoke... Just by being inquisitive as I am and asking the kind of questions I like to ask, I could stoke a really, really fun um, conversation. So if you have access to these people and can make this happen or some, even if it's via Skype and we're just having like a virtual session or something, like, I would love to make this happen. But anyways, three stoners in a room for real with me that are celebrities that are not me. Okay, so I'm obviously not a celebrity, but like I want Snoop Dogg on my left. I want... Kevin Smith on my right, and I want Seth Rogen right in front of me. And another table, and I want to sit down. We're going to have a bowl and a joint and a pen and a blunt and whatever else we want to have. We're just going to sit down, and we're just going to smoke and tell stories, and we're going to talk about life. And I'm going to ask them all kinds of questions, and like, what was this experience like, and how did you react to this, and did marijuana help, you know, like, when did you know that marijuana would help you at this age or whatever? I think it would just be so much fun. So I want to know if you had a chance to sit down with any three celebrity stoners, who would you sit down with and what would you guys talk about? I think that's a great uh, little project for those of you out in the ether. Uh, I know how to control the ether. Anyways, I've been on a big What We Do in the Shadows kick lately, by the way. It's like one of my favorite shows all of a sudden. And it didn't mean it to be. It's just so damn perfect. It just hits in all the right places. So we talked about this stoner in history. Obviously, Snoop Dogg, very important. He, um, you know, again, was just always unapologetically himself and showed that you can have a very successful career and not be a quote-unquote bad guy because you smoke a plant. Uh, And when you say it like that, it makes you sound really fucking dumb. So say it again. You know, if you... I want you to think about it. If you're against legalizing cannabis, which I don't know why you're listening to this show. If you hate me, if you're trying to like get dirt on me, I don't know. I don't give a fuck. But like you're trying to stop a person from smoking or ingesting something earth naturally without people grows. Just like an apple, just like an orange or banana or any of those things. See, this is why legalization is super important. You know, we've started to see the tides turn. Not fully. We haven't had a a huge blue sweep or some crazy shit, especially with the way the elections are right now. Because of coronavirus, it's almost impossible to know where we're going to be come November. So that's a little bit terrifying, but I digress. Because we're not here to talk about the terrifying. We are here to talk about the goody goodness. So anyways, let's... Let's actually, I said, I said it. Let's, let's talk about a water bong. What does the water bong do? How do you use a water bong? What's the purpose? Usually the water bong has an area for water. It's the base. You fill it up with some water. You don't fill it all the way to the top, obviously. You've also got an area where you can place your little, essentially it's a bowl head that you pack and you put, It's a separate stemmed piece, almost like a rose, that goes into the actual bowl most of the time. And then you put your face at the top of the bowl, torch, 
smoke. What happens is the smoke gets pulled down into the water initially, purifies to clear or at least cleaner, and gives you a cleaner, clearer hit. So you get pure smoke, uh, goody goodness. And uh, water bongs are nice. However, they are high maintenance. You do need to clean them frequently. You do need to be on top of the maintenance of them because if you don't, they start to smell really funky. You can't just leave nasty-ass bong water. You know, when you're done smoking, just empty it. Rinse out the whole piece with hot water once over. Maybe if you can, you know, have some sort of a tool that gets in it to it that really scrubs it down, however big your water bong is. Water bongs can be various sizes, too. That's very important to know. You can have little teeny tiny lap guys that are just a single hitter, essentially, worth of uh, cannabis that you can fit into the bong. And, the you know, the water uh, chamber is very, very tiny. And then you have these super advanced, like, multi-chamber, multi-filtration um, systemed fucking insane you know four five six hundred dollar bongs and they're incredible i'm you can't i'm not even lying they're absolutely incredible and it's like oh what's the point of this to have the cleanest purest smoke and only smoke essentially pure thc vapors but at some point when you're six times filtering it didn't like time four do it good enough didn't time three do it good enough did time five really do it any better than six you know so those are, you know, I don't, I wouldn't say it's a gripe with me per se. I just think it's an interesting thing to think about is the water bong is, and it's versatile too, but also very delicate. You know, why do the last time we did a, a what's this talking about the different pieces that you can smoke from, we talked about the one hitter, it's something that's in my hand right now. The one hitter is interesting because it's for you. It's, it's a one personal use thing. Water bongs, you know, they can be personal use or for parties and you can have larger or whatever. But the issue you run into is my hitter, if I drop it, ooh, I dropped it, nothing happened. I actually dropped it for real. But like, if I drop the water bong, something could break. Even if it drops on carpet, it could still break. It's not really necessarily something that you want is to have something like that happen is to have your piece that you spent four or $500 on break because, oh, you dropped it. So do I advise you buying a bowl? If you have that kind of liquid money, sure, do it. But be mindful, you know, make sure you, like, fucking blow up an air mattress to set it on or something so it doesn't, you know, if it drops or something, it doesn't break. But ultimately, water bongs are fun. I do enjoy smoking out of them. It's not my favorite way to take uh, cannabis in. Honestly, I, I prefer, prefer a bowl, and we're going to get to that probably in a couple episodes here as we move forward through this shorty little season. I think we're going to go 10. I think I've decided, at least for now, season one, 10 episodes, just to get a start, just to see how it does. And then uh, maybe we can bring some new shows on and, and have some more creativity, because that's what I love about the network, is we have a lot of creativity. And I can bring people in and say, hey, man, just create something that you would like. What would you like? And maybe other people will like it too. So as we continue on, you know, I talked a little bit about the water bong. We've talked about our stoner and history this week. The next thing I think I want to dish on is is actually talking about, uh, again, racism being the leader and why cannabis uh, became... Um, prohibited 
as the way we wanted to the cannabis prohibition because you had people who were in power who felt threatened by alternate other races of people and felt that their skin color made them mechanically and, and physically and, and emotionally different. I think all people are people. Everybody has shit they're going through. I have African-American neighbors. They're the nicest people. They literally are harmless. And then I see people, oh, my God, these black people are so evil and vile. And I'm like, no, they're not. That's not true at all. Like, the African-American community has suffered from having to always try to show they're doing things, but not aggressively. Like, they have to go out of their way to almost be overly inviting so that people will accept them just in normal situations. Why do you think the African-American community and, and, and the black community as a, on a global scale connects a little bit better? Because they all have this interpersonal understanding that they've been marginalized their whole lives, their whole race, their whole existence. And that's a, it's, a, it's an awful and unfortunate thing. You know, you had a Mexican immigrants who were coming here to do farming, who were bringing cannabis, and for some reason, that was a bad thing. So let's, you know, attack the, the Mexicans who are part of marijuana as well, as we talked about briefly with the, uh, the Reefer Madness run down here. So, anyways, as we move through, you know, I, I, I haven't watched a lot of, a lot of high-class cinema lately, uh, but... I have been smoking a lot of good strains, and I'm not going to do a pure strain smoke back, but we're just going to, I'm going to kind of rattle off and talk a little bit here and there about some of the things I've been able to get my hands on lately, because some of these strains have been absolutely phenomenal. Other strains are just kind of middle of the road, and you got to learn about that, right? So uh, one of my favorite strains recently that I smoked was actually uh, Headband, and I had had Headband back when I was in Colorado, and I know, I, I think I told you guys that story, we got a Headband uh, a joint when we were at the uh, pre-rolled at when we were at the uh, at the first dispensary, we went to Green Man Cannabis, and I thought it was really good. But we were in a circle of like several several people, and you only smoke so much, and you you know it's not it's I don't it's different for me. I love to be like one on one with my weed. Like okay, it's me and the girls. We're just chilling. We all have our hitter. I'm gonna take in this first you know smoke, feel it in my lungs, except that. Um, except that, you know, it's going to take my body over a little bit and breathe it in. And as soon as I get the taste and I go, okay, and then I might cough, I might not cough, you know, I like that experience. So when you're in a big group of people and you're like, just having a, a little toke here from the joint really quickly or whatever, and you're not really getting super, super much. Yeah, sure. The experience is fun, but the uh, understanding and the flavor of the cannabis, I think is, is slightly altered. Plus you have your mouth on other people's spit and stuff and that's a little bit weird but anyways so we got some headband and you know headband says that it essentially squeezes your brain meats a little bit it just has a feeling of a slight like you were in a headband and i'm like oh that's cool I, I do remember that feeling that little euphoric feeling when we were in uh denver so hopefully uh i'll have the same experience so we you know you know, so i tried it and it was the same and and that that was really good uh, like I said, we're going to do an episode soon on the vapes, but uh, as far as Bud is concerned, this most recent strain we got, and I fucked up and didn't save anything to remember what it's exactly called. It's something queen. 
Crystal Queen or Cush Queen or something like that, but it's it is a very nice euphoric, relaxes the body, energizes the mind just a little bit, you know, like you can be zened out but kind of in work mode if you want to. And uh it's nice. It is really, really very nice. What I'm having right now as we're chatting on this little podcast that I'm doing, this little shorty guy. So uh yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm pretty sure I told you guys about the Infinity Jar. If I haven't, please go check them out on the Amazons. Uh, another thing is, and that's something we can talk about too, is how you store your stuff. Because there's a lot of different ways. Sure, an Infinity Jar is great, and, and, and sure, it, it, they are kind of expensive. But there are also other options. You can go to the dollar store and get Tupperwares, little tiny Tupperwares, and then have all your buds separated by a color-coordinated top you know, or whatever. It just depends on how much you uh, have on you or roll with at any given time. You know, we like to have a decent amount at all given times, creative people, you know. So, I don't know. It's it's difficult for me to uh, to suggest, like, what works best for you because, like, I've even put smoke or, like, even, like, smoke supplies and stuff like a Mentos container or, you know, jars. It just depends. It really does depend on the individual and what you as a person like. So, uh, as we go on, I'm going to do another little dispensary discussion. Haven't haven't done it in a minute. But anyways, we went to this place when we were in uh, Denver, and it was called Starbuds. And this place was insane it was futuristic it was not what i was expecting like you walk in and there's like a door and then you have to go into another door but when you go into another door then you're in a line and then you're just like it's like spencer's for weed it was crazy there was just like neon lights and shit all over the place they had all kinds of stuff you could try and strains and this and that and the other and you know, uh, going with limited money at the time was probably a good thing because we would have bought way more than we could have ingested, and that would have been a whole different problem to have to figure out. So what we do is we, uh, you know, go into the Starbuds, and we're just looking around. We didn't really know. You know, you never know. I, I don't think that when you try different dispensaries when you're in a larger city that has a lot to, to experience that you necessarily... Um, plan like, oh, I'm going to go definitely buy X. Like you might say, I want to keep my eye out on this. And if they have it, I'm definitely going to get it. But I'm open to whatever they have because you might see something or be told of something that's like amazing, like a presidential joint, which is something we'll talk about in the near future. And uh, I'm just throwing all these different little teaser things out because they're, you know, they're all a part of the show. Uh, but realistically, you know, we didn't go into Starbucks with a plan. It was just like, oh, we'll get a, we'll get some. We'll get, we'll see what they have, and we'll get some because we didn't even actually need to get any more. We were upset. We just got the day before, but you're going to different dispensaries. You're trying stuff out. You're experiencing the world, right? And we walk up to the counter, and the lady that took us just happens to be right in front of Moon Rocks. And if you don't know what a Moon Rock is, let me enlighten you. A Moon Rock is a, a cannabis bud that is rolled in cannabis oil and then dipped in cannabis keef. And then sometimes if they're being extra saucy, they'll put an extra like 
band of wax around the outside, but they typically don't. So essentially what happens when you break it apart is it's like kinetic sand. It's got this very unique property to it, but it's also hardy boy. And what I mean by that is it's only like 73 or 74% um, THC. And actually I can tell you everything I need to know because in my wallet, I still have the container, the paper part of the container that the uh that it came with oh weird i just found something i didn't even know i had in my fucking wallet shit where did it go where are you at now damn it oh there it was in the front not in the back okay so this was from caviar caviar moon rocks indica it was a caviar indica bud called super kush Total THC was 68.2, so about 70%. No CBDs, total cannabinoids, 72.1. It was one gram for like $30, and it put us down. It was the craziest thing because you, you don't expect it to hit you like it hits. And then it's like you're hitting a pen and also hitting a bowl, and also it's your first time smoking, and it just... Coffin to death and whatnot. Then we roamed Denver for a little bit after that. And that was fun because you're just like, whoa, this stuff is like Moon Rocks is everything it's cracked up to be. If you've never got your hands on it, if you've never tried it, if you've never experienced it, if you don't even know what I'm talking about, go Google it. Look at Moon Rocks and then go and try to find some if you can. Now I don't know in your area if it's easy, if it's difficult, whatever, but if you can get your hands on some, it will be one of the most enjoyable experiences. And one last thing I do need to mention. We tried the Moon Rocks a little bit, not how we should have. What I mean by that is we used a standard butane lighter. You actually need to use a torch to get it hot enough, and you also need to use something that's not going to burn the fuck out of you when you're using the torch. So when taking on Moon Rocks, just be mindful of how you're ingesting them and don't get yourself hurt. You guys, I know this was a little bit of a shorty today. Um, Being on the other side of being ill, it makes it a little bit more difficult to have the energy up. I know I'm probably just rambling. You guys are going to be like, oh, this episode was hog shit. I don't know. Maybe it was good. I'm not sure. But anyways, I think that's going to do it for this week's episode of Caniculture. As always, you guys can check out the show every other Friday right here on the Journey into Comics Network. You get us on Apple Music, Podbean, Stitcher Radio. Spotify, CastBox, TuneIn, many others. Just search Journey into Comics Network. Get our community of friends on one feed, making content for you people that you hopefully love. Please subscribe to our network on Podbean and also on Apple Music. Give us the five-star review or give us a three-star or one-star, whatever you feel we truly deserve. Please throw it down for us as we will be grateful for any and all feedback. You guys, I want to thank you so much much seriously for listening to this week's episode of Caniculture. As always, I've been Nate. Do your best to be kind to the world. Spark that bowl, and we'll see you guys next